Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for Friday, May 12th and the Living Fearless Devotional. A show on ResurrectMinistry.com. Soon to be on the Real Life Network with Pastor Jack Hibbs. Yay! Yay. <laughs> well, we hope that you will take the opportunity to see the website, uh, hopefully find resources that will draw you closer um, in your walk with Christ. We're about uh, meeting Jesus where you are. So whether you're stuck at home or you have church hurt, whatever it may be, the Lord will meet you where you are. So we have Bible resources, worship bands, pastors you may have never heard of. Uh, we really invite you to take a look at the website and find something that may be of interest to you. We love to hear from you. So please drop us a line. I got a great message yesterday from somebody in New Zealand. I'm looking forward to talking to her tomorrow. I'll talk a little bit more about that. But also, if you care to partner with us, uh, we would love uh, we would love that. You could click the Donate Now button. And thank you to all of our supporters. We're, we're so grateful and blessed by you. Absolutely. And, um, <laughs> well, I've been gone for a little bit. I was in Virginia. Yes. For a couple of days. That's why you haven't heard from us or seen us. Um, it, was a, it was a very nice trip. <laughs> but uh, Those just... are the best, the ones that you don't do any work <laughs> and get paid. <laughs> Yes. Um, if I fall asleep, I, I woke up at what would be midnight Pacific time, but it was three o'clock Eastern time. Oh, and uh, and I've been up except for 20 minutes. Oh, I took that's a why bite. your eyes look particularly yeah. Indian. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if I fall asleep during the show, that's why. Um, but the flights, uh, other than the delays this morning, how was the first flight at 530 in the morning? How was that one delayed? <laughs> I, did, I, did, I couldn't understand. And it changed three the gates three times. Our it was the craziest thing. All messed up. I don't know what's happening. But uh, make sure you comment and uh, let us know that you're watching. And um, keep, keep Andy entertained. Yeah, keep me entertained. Let us know what you think about the devotional or anything else that might come to mind. That would be awesome. Uh, we're reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning. And there we go for May 12th. Uh, the reference is John 14, 21 that says, I will show myself to him. Hallelujah. Charles says, oh, I was going to use my glasses because I am really tired. Everything looks a little bit more blurry than normal. Um, uh, Charles says, the Lord Jesus gives special revelations of himself to his people. Yes. Even if scripture did not tell us this, there are many believers who could testify to its truth from their own experience. They have had such amazing manifestations of the Lord and Savior that no mere retelling can equal it. In the lives of some of God's prominent saints, we find many instances that Jesus was pleased in a very special way to speak to their souls, to unfold for them the wonders of his person, or to immerse their souls in such happiness that they thought they were in heaven itself. And although they were not actually in heaven, they were just on its threshold. For when Jesus reveals himself to his people, it is even, it is heaven on earth. It is paradise unveiled. It is divine happiness begun. Amen. These special manifestations of Christ have a profound and holy influence on a believer's heart. One effect is humility. If someone says, look at what a great person I am for. I have had such and such communication with the Lord. Run. <laughs> then he has, then he has never communicated with you communicated with Jesus at all for the Lord Jesus for the Lord looks upon the lowly but the proud he knows from afar he does not need to come near the proud 
to know them and will never give them any special visits of love. Wow. All right. Another effect will be happiness for you will fill, fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand and holiness will be sure to follow. Someone who exhibits no holiness has never had a special manifestation of Christ. Some people make a great many claims, but we should not believe anyone unless their actions align with their words. Do not be deceived. God, God cannot be mocked. He will not bestow his gifts on the wicked. For surely God does not reject a blameless man or strengthen the hands of evildoers. Thus, there will be three effects of closeness to Jesus. Humility, happiness, and holiness. May God give them to you, dear Christian. I love that. Yes, that's good. I highlighted that. There should be three effects of closeness to Jesus. Humility, happiness, and holiness. I was talking to a friend of mine today, and uh, we were just discussing a, a mutual friend that we know that is very knowledgeable about the Bible. And we were just kind of lamenting that um, their character doesn't reflect their knowledge. Mm -hmm. And it suddenly occurred to me as I was talking, I was like, oh, I had such a epiphany. And I was like, what does God refer to as the fruit of the spirit? What does, what demonstrates that you have the fruit of the indwelling of the Holy spirit, mm. kindness, gentleness, forbearance, patience, self-control, and most of all love mm. knowledge isn't listed. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so it is the fruit of the spirit in someone's life. There should be fruit, the fruit. Yes. It's great. It's, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Of course, it's important to read and to understand the Bible, but why? We read the Bible to understand the character of God and to draw closer to Christ, to pick up our cross and carry it, to, to be the salt and light in the world, to be mm. his hands and feet. All of those things that he's taught us means what? To be Christ-like. Humility, happiness. You know, like these, if we don't manifest, what's the third one? Sorry, I already forgot it. Uh, <laughs> humility, happiness, holiness. holiness yeah. What is holiness? Is holiness being an angry, cranky person? No. A mean per no. <laughs> so it is, it, it, is so, it is so important that uh, the fruit of our lives is, is Christ-like character. Right? Mm. <laughs> Carrie's like, wow, Hedy, I never put that together. I know, either did I. I was in the middle of this conversation. And it was like literally this download that came to me. And I was like, wow, that is so awesome. I love when God does that. So those are my, those are my uh, cool. two cents from the peanut gallery. <laughs> Just want to say hi to Wayne Williams. He's, hey, Wayne. He's a San Diegan. Long time no see. Uh, watching from Granbury, Texas, under thunderstorm. Hopefully that doesn't hit the internet until we're done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, because uh, stay our, connected. Our weather said uh, that it was going to be 80 and 50% chance of rain. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a thunderstorm. Yeah. Waiting to happen. Even here. Yeah. So I don't know if it's still going to happen, but. Well, we can, we can welcome Wayne. And that's going to happen a lot. Yeah. Long time. We haven't seen you, Wayne. I hope yeah. you're well. Yeah. And Cindy Hauser's on. Nice to see you, Cindy. Hi, Cindy. There it goes. Wow. That was a long delay. And uh, we'd said hi to Carrie um, and whoever's and, watching. And, and Carrie's very excited uh, to see you um, 
yes. carry this out with sleep deprivation. <laughs> yeah. And I, and yet I still have to go out again and pick up more kids. Uh, I don't know in an hour. Um, so yeah, I won't be able to go to sleep after we're done here. Magic school bus. <laughs> Andy's yeah. super dad. Yeah. I've already put a hundred miles on my truck. I just flew back in just hours ago. Um, so I, when I hear a story like this about, you know, the manifestation of, of Jesus, of God, the Holy spirit in our life and that he shows up. And I, when I, I felt like now if, if there was, okay. So I, I tell the story of being in Salt Lake city, Utah in a Marriott when Jesus uh, appeared to me right in front of me and was standing in front of me. And then this whole episode of craziness happened in the room with people falling to the ground and that they were being attacked by the devil, by Satan. Or the presence of the spirit was getting the demonic mm. energy out of them. Uh, that could have been it too. Yeah. And so now that I read this, I go, oh, I feel like, gosh, if he came and appeared again, I'd be, have you ever been like so shocked by something that you just didn't move? Like it, like you just were like stunned? All the time. Okay. Because <laughs> that's the, ma- a- the manifestation of the spirit does that to me. I actually um, stop breathing oh. when I feel it. It happens to me at Mariama at our, fr- at our friend's home church. You got to breathe, Schnooks. Yeah, it, well, it literally stops my breathing. Oh. Yeah, it's just like it, it almost makes me catatonic. It's a, it's a weird experience. Well, cool, I had this like back to back of him appearing in front of me and, and just feeling this, this warmth, this, this light that I've never felt. It was a different kind of light. It was like a living light kind of thing. Um, and was like stunned from it. Like, wh- why is he here? <laughs> like, why is it the Marriott in Salt Lake City, Utah? I know. But there he is standing in front of me. But then immediately opened my eyes to see the person that was sitting next to me on the ground. Can you imagine if you didn't open your eyes? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, but the way I, but- I find that sometimes the hardest part of all is that when you're feeling, when you're given a, the gift of a manifestation, it's a very difficult to stay in that moment so that it doesn't break but yeah just a thought oh just reading this and they say you know people fall to the ground and yeah know, and they go what what was wrong with me you was just still a little stuck in your head you probably started to hear them ah! noises and you're just like <laughs> i gotta open my eyes and see what's happening <laughs> but i tell you that i had this i i was in i was stunned for about a day and a half you know, flying home. I don't even remember going to the airport. I, I remember being on the plane. It was just a, it was so, it was such an odd day that I think essentially I fell on the floor, but I physically didn't fall on the floor. I was just so like, wait a minute, did that, did all this just really happen? Oh, um, but it was something else, but it, um, it surely does change you. And even though maybe it, it takes time sometimes where you just start to shave off this, you know, this and that and the other thing yep. you would think that you would just quit everything, but that flesh is. And little, sometimes little, that does happen. It just depends. It's all different. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little hard to shake that flesh when it's been around for 57 years. You know, it just wants <laughs> it, you. It's like that, that, you know, the, the, the wrapper that has the, you know, the cellophane that has a static electricity and you keep <laughs> trying to get rid of it and it, it goes and it comes, it comes back to your hand. Like, you got to get this off of me. Good analogy. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, the, the great improvements uh, of uh, my life because of, uh, uh, you know, just, 
just his presence. He who just, has begun a good work in you is sure to complete it until the day of the Lord. Yeah. He's just constantly, he's just constantly there working on us. It's awesome. It is. It is great. But the, another effect this. will be happiness for you. Mm. For you will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Oh, that is so glorious. So true. And then, oh, go ahead. Are you going to give me a minute here? You gonna... <laughs> go I thought you were sleeping. I am sleepy. I'm trying to stay awake. <laughs> now you go on. You're on a roll. What else? No, I was going to say, I was, I was watching this movie with Ben Affleck. I always say Affleck because of the movie, of the, the, duck. The, the duck, the TV commercial. But is it Affleck? Affleck? Yeah um called the way back and he was a a basketball star at this high school where he was like mvp and all this kind of stuff and, and there's a i'm not gonna go through the entire story obviously but things didn't it it was it was mostly because his dad <laughs> so much of the story reminded me of me just to tell you uh... his dad said that he couldn't do it kind of like thing and and then you know he was doing it because he wanted to stick it to his dad. <laughs> um, and so he became MVP and all this kind of stuff. And then, then, then his dad, you know, wanted him to do it. So then in college, he didn't do it. He quit. Oh, he could have been, he was like, he was, uh, people were looking at him like the next big star in basketball Wow. and he quit. And then, then he got married. Then they had a child who uh, I'm not, I won't tell you what happened to the child, but anyway, he ends up drinking. He's a drunk and uh, just watching the story, just like, I go, wow, that's how, I mean, I could have really ended up that way. I could have, you know, so much of what he was doing. Thank God. Thank God. I went to the Marriott in Salt Lake city, Utah, where Jesus happened to be uh, appearing. (laughs) Waiting for you. But, uh, oh my gosh, the story actually was a really good movie. There's a lot of cussing. So beware of that, but, uh, it isn't a Christian, uh, movie, but it is one of that. um, you know, he ends up having a greater purpose, um, which is coaching these kids because they call him back to coach. Oh, he ends nice. up getting fired, but. <laughs> oh, come on. Now you tell the punchline. <laughs> no, it isn't the, the, the punchline, but it was really good. I really do. Um, I really did enjoy that because I, it showed me it kind of it's kind of a uh, a movie of what how my life could have ended up. Wow. Yeah. Because I was heading down that road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Watch that movie, and you'll see me and Ben Affleck. <laughs> I uh, I like the fact also that he says, um, "Stay away from people who boast of their connection to God." You know, oh, I had this vision, I had that, uh-huh. I have this skill. I'm so great because of that. Because it, it, that they haven't met Jesus at all. Because you really can't. If you really have a true manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ, you cannot take credit for it. Like the words just can't come out of your mouth, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so otherworldly, so supernatural, so beyond anything you could have ever done on your own that you can't take credit for it. So anybody who takes credit for it or boasts of it is surely um, dis- deceitful. <laughs> and Carrie says, oh, Carrie had her own manifestation when she fell to the ground, was stunned, hard to explain. Yeah, everybody has... Uh, a different reaction, you know, whether it's crying hysterically or is that stunned you and that mm. same kind of stunned yep, feeling. Yeah. She's saying so true. Just look at Andy's joy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I also like hearing um, 
are the stories that uh, our our listeners and our viewers give us and send us an email and talk Yay. about uh, you know their testimony. Yes, and some of the stuff that they've been through. This one, this one, I think I hear one person's story and go, "Wow, that is incredible." Then another one comes in and go, "Oh my gosh, that's that's incredible." I love it's it. Wild. Yeah, I had a chance to have a a direct phone conversation with Carrie, which was so awesome. Uh, I like, I told her, I said, it was so great to put a voice to the face to the person because I had never heard her voice yeah. before. So thank you, Carrie. That was such a joy. I started watching one of Cindy's videos that she put on and then we were taking off. It was right when the, we had liftoff. And so the plane's in the air and I'm listening and all of a sudden it stops. <laughs> like, oh man, I got to go back and listen to it. I, I nice. haven't gone back to listen to it, but um i wanted to listen to that did you listen to her little live that she fun. did or video it was no. oh yeah, i started to listen to it and then right i just got out of reach oh i couldn't finish it but uh, she cindy has some amazing stories yes uh, for what sure a, what a what an amazing testimony she has um should we hear what jim has to say about sure. this Sure. and then we'll read the scripture Today's devotion brings to mind a story from the anatomy of a church, a sermon by John MacArthur. One man said that Jesus comes into his bathroom and puts his arm around him while he's shaving. I thought, do you keep shaving? If you can keep shaving, then it isn't Jesus. If holy God came into the bathroom while you were shaving, you would fall to the floor so hard you would kill yourself. It is an awesome thing to confront an infinitely holy God. Even the prophet Isaiah, when he saw the Lord respond, when he saw the Lord, he responded, woe to me, I cried, I am undone, for I am a man of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Next, consider the Apostle John. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. That's from Revelation 117. Yes, an encounter with Jesus will lead to humility, happiness, and holiness, but humility must be first. Must be first. Humility. Humility. Yeah, I, I, I really didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a work in progress. So I had a divine appointment. I have a divine appointment. Thank you all for um, inspiring that. That has been happening a little more often these days. So I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> Well, we said we hadn't had one for a while. Right. And then and then there's the floodgate yeah. opening. <laughs> I love it. And we came actually from a message on Messenger. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited. And she's a, a young lady from New Zealand. So I look forward to talking to her tomorrow. And what I'm really excited about is um, I'll just share a little bit that she is um, studying Islam. And I'm, I'm not sure why. I don't know um, what the connection is, but she's a believer and she's saying it's starting to put doubt in her heart. And so she wants to understand for me what gave me surety of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And what, it, what I'm so blessed by that the Lord has sent is that this is the first time I get to get somebody before they take the plunge into Islam. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, um, I had one other instance when I was at church, um, a young lady came up to me that was on the verge also of converting. Uh, and, but most of the time they come to me after, or the families are coming to me after the person has already converted. So I'm just really excited that I have the opportunity to speak to her before that takes root. Mm. So pray for us, pray for her, please pray for, to, that the Lord gives me wins wisdom and 
and character that's Christ-like that draws her uh, to the Lord and away from false, false belief, false religion. Carrie says, um, humility is a blessing. Oh, so true. You know where I see that in my life is in my uh, work as a courtroom uh, expert Ah, in in the, you know, in in relationship to dogs, police dogs, detection dogs, and that type of thing. Some of the cases that I did in the past in, uh, there's a couple of cases in Nebraska and, um, I think there's one in Arizona that they bring up and what essentially is they're bringing up is that the, the, what, well, if you read what the judges wrote is they really, they didn't like me, which is so hard, <laughs> hard to believe. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but what, what I think, because now it's completely different. And so I, I sometimes, I think I'm going to explain that the next time somebody brings that up because I'll bring up 10 year old cases. So we're talking about 10 uh, years. So- Bad comments about you 10 years ago. My testimony. Okay. And your testimony, they're insulting your attitude? That my way is the only way. Ah. That was one, that's one of the comments that one of the judges said in her brief that she wrote about my testimony. And um, I understand that. Because I I think that in the beginning, my thought was that I'm here. That is so ironic. I'm here as an expert. And you must listen to me, is what I would do in the past. Like, I, I know. I know this stuff. You're, you've, you've, you've paid me a lot of money to be here and now you're going to listen to me. And if you don't listen to me, you got, you're crazy. I can't even, and so, amazing. <laughs> and so, and so now it, it was like maybe 10 years later um, after those, those cases that I began to change the way I testify because I go, gosh, what am I, what am I doing wrong? No, I think the humility of, of Christ the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, there was a, maybe a warning. It was obviously the Holy Spirit speaking to me. He says, you know, you're, you're there to teach. You're not there to, to tell. To dictate. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not there to tell them what you know. You're there to teach them why it's important to understand X, to understand Y, to um, explain, you know, uh, in a way that the average person who isn't, you know, in, in this uh, in this business, you know, why this is wrong and, and be persuasive. And yeah. But, but not obnoxious. No, yeah. Wow. It, it, it's been such an amazing. And and then that's when more of the cases would shift, shift it over to, to in, your favor. in the favor, a little more likable. <laughs> You make it sound like I was a jerk. I was Hot heavens, no. <laughs> I was, heavens, no. I was, there was there's just a different way because you walk in there and you think, okay, I got my suit on. They paid me, you know, three hundred dollars an hour to be there, and I'm gonna go in there and tell them, like, no, this 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 is not the way it's done. You you you, you do this and you do that and you do this and this guy didn't do that. What an idiot! And I said, I'm done. And then I'd walk off the thing. I didn't, I didn't talk exactly like that, yeah. but I, I could, it's essentially, that's what the judge was hearing. That's what I what, hear. Right, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell our audience why this is such an inside joke because I, I am gently reminding my wonderful, sweet, fantastic husband uh, that he 
can be a little bit stubborn <laughs> in seeing things in life only from his own perspective. And so I tell him, you know, like in life, every encounter has two versions of a story. You know, anytime you're you're in a relationship or you have an encounter of any kind so with another human being, there is another perspective. Mm. And if you can take the time to understand where that person is coming from, it's not agreeing with the person, but it's just understanding where they're coming from. That's how you build humility and compassion. Like, I hear you. I, I, you know what? I actually can understand why you think that, but you know, this is how I think still, you know, like <laughs> that's hard for you, my love, <laughs> but you're getting so much better. Absolutely. So much better, but oh yeah, it's an important, it's just, it's, I'm sure you're coming off like amazingly more, um, more likable. Because <laughs> nobody likes arrogant people. I mean, let's admit it. Nobody does. I wasn't. I just was saying. But I hear you. Arrogance yeah, to was, think that there's only one way. You know, I didn't. I said this. All it's not. They would say you think your ways. No, but this but, is the way it know, needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> like, why they do it this way? It's so stupid. Oh my goodness. <sighs> what does Carrie say in there? You are so blessed that God got your attention before brain damage. <laughs> that, uh, that is so funny. Carrie, I want to ask um, permission before I tell your story, because I just think that the, just the snippet of the story is really important, but I don't want to violate your confidence. But yeah, the, it is it is such a blessing because we have no idea when God... Um, when God does this miraculous work in us, we have no idea what it would look like if he didn't, if he mm. didn't fix those things in us. For us, a big right. one is sobriety, you know, um, uh, learning humility for both of us. I have absolutely been in the same boat. The, the, the shifting from we're both, you know, we're always pretty good in our profession and that persuasive argumentation um, is good to a certain extent in your profession to advance, but it's a terrible way to communicate with other people um, because it does show a lack of humility. It shows a lack of compassion when we're not able to communicate um, in a way that's um, acknowledging <laughs> that the person you're speaking to may know less than you do or may um, be more emotional than you are or can have a distorted view of the facts than you do. And just having the humility and patience to walk in love with that person, to continue the conversation, to try to teach them or share your point of view without um, humiliating them, the other person. I mean, that's really a gift. It's really a gift. And, I, and the Holy Spirit has taught us so much in that respect, both of us. Oh, and Carrie says, I could say. So. Um, well, most importantly, Cindy says she loves who I am. <laughs> not that mine was a good word but that he loves she loves you <laughs> yeah okay now we can get to carrie uh, yes so i hope i don't butcher the story but um carrie had a wonderful career she was a um engineer uh and it was it w the the crux of it was she took great pride in her intellect mm -hmm. in her accomplishment in her profession in her intellect 
And she was out in the sun working and literally fried her brain in the sun. Like, so there was no stroke or heart attack. It was literally heat stroke, mm. so to speak, like from the sun and then lost, lost her mental capacity, like her short term wow. memory. Uh, and she cried and prayed about it. And the Lord said, um, and she said, why did you take the one thing that I was so um, attached to proud of? And he's like, cause it wasn't yours to begin with. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> that's, I just can't, Oh, Carrie, that story that just that testimony still astounds me because I, as I shared with you, I'm also walking through um, a similar kind of experience, not about intellect, but just anything, anything we set up next to God as an idol, whether it's our wealth, whether it's our children, whether it's our business, mm -hmm. anything we set up as an idol next to God will infuriate him. He's a jealous God. Mm. He, uh, we're actually in Hosea in our Bible study and it talks about, he, uh, uh, God actually made Hosea, the prophet, take a prostitute as a wife. His wife Gomer was a prostitute. She was a harlot. And the Lord says, you will marry her and you will have, and we're, it's not clear whether the kids are even his. One of them they say is, but the other two is doubtful because she was sleeping around while they were married. Um, and the Lord just kept saying, this is the harlotry of Israel. You are experiencing the harlotry. This is what Israel has done. This is what my, my people have done to me. And that theme of that uh, idol worship in the face of God, it's not just wooden statues. It's anything that we adore or worship outside of God will infuriate him. And um, Lucky are those that God chastises um, to remove that. Uh, it is an extremely painful experience for any of us that experience that chastisement for God just removing those idols because it hurts. Mm. Uh, but um, it, is a, it is a blessing to draw closer to Christ in that process. We have to be able to see it that way. Not easy while you're in it. No. Because you just keep saying, Why? Why, God, why? You know, yeah. whatever it may be, like, why are you taking this from me? Uh, I actually even felt that uh, at the loss of my dad. He left so suddenly, and um, I was so attached to him. And I told you that I heard in prayer, I just cried for days, weeks. I don't know. It just it made, it un so unraveled me. And the Lord was like, uh, your life with Andy could not get to the place that it would be as long as you held on to your father. Mm. Um, of course, that's not why God takes his life, but God was telling me the wisdom of why this was happening at this point in my life, that it was a way of joining us into one flesh because um, my father was an idol of sorts, you know, for so, so long, for so long. <laughs> huh. Yes. And wow. so, as Carrie says, interestingly, life got a whole lot more full of God. Amen. Yes. And Cindy's recommending a book. Have you ever read Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers? It's the story of Hosea and Gomer set in the gold rush days of California. So good. Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't even heard of it. I got to check that out. Hosea and Homer or Gomer? It's Gomer. Oh. She is probably a typo. I was uh, so happy to hear that I now can use. I wasn't happy about your story, Carrie, but I was happy that I could use that as an excuse. As I used to spend a lot of time in the sun. 
you you were smashed by cars you were <laughs> it was you know what i mean so you've you've, you've rattled your brain quite a oh bit oh my gosh yeah yeah <laughs> so you got enough excuses the worst of which is when i was in the back uh, uh back of the police department after an incident had occurred it was a shooting or a stabbing i think it was with a involved the child and um i i was one moment i was in the back of the police department on the steps leading into the back door <clears throat> and um a lieutenant that i can't stand that hate his guts he walked out and said something to me and that's the last thing i remember wow and, and I, then you were I was away in, in that parking lot i I, I, I was in san bernardino i just i was in a parking lot in san bernardino nowhere so, wow. near my house I, I don't know how I, why and how I ended up. In, there was no reason for me to be in San Bernardino. It's not crazy. And that's the thing is that the, and the brain, the, the brain the, broke. Yeah. And it has a way of protecting itself mm -hmm. by breaking like that. Yeah. You know, that's what the psychiatrist told me. Yeah. So it was, your brain had to do that because it was. <laughs> so my therapist told it, me about it had my enough. life. It had, it had enough. <laughs> my, that's what my therapist told me about my dumpster mm. that I carried with me. Oh, uh, I, I told the story, didn't I? Uh, she says dumpster. that, well, she used to explain to me, she's like, Hedia, you know, you really um, have not felt emotions probably in decades. She says, everything you don't like, you just put in this dumpster next to you <laughs> and you just avoid it. You know, she's like, your brain has so taken over your entire existence that you no longer feel or notice things that are terribly wrong. Mm. Uh and so my friend Cindy that I did an interview where she's like, oh, so you went dumpster diving. And I was like, yes, <laughs> we funny. literally had to go dumpster diving for me to figure out. Um, so Carrie's saying dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically everything I didn't like, I had this great visual of those steel big trash cans. So basically anything I didn't like that made me uncomfortable, that upset me, I just threw in the dumpster uh, because I just didn't want to deal with it. And when you do that long enough, um, and this is before Christ that I was in therapy. Actually, I, I came to Christ in the middle of therapy. But um, in the beginning, when we were going through this, that when you have no sense of Holy Spirit, inner voice, inner child, whatever you want to call it, when you stifle that instinct, um, a God-given instinct from so long, young for so long, it stops speaking, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you just constantly intellectualize quite frankly, terrible things. Yeah. I, I literally talked myself into absolutely horrific things and not just work-related, personally, um, because I didn't have a voice to guide me. So another absolutely amazing thing is just being in relationship with the Holy Spirit, right? Is that you have now know that it's God's voice in you mm. as opposed to just your own wacky thoughts. For sure. Um, Cindy. Cindy. I'm right there with you having a dumpster. Did not feel things for a long while. Yeah. I, I, Cindy, based on the stories that you've told us, I can imagine yeah. that a dumpster was absolutely necessary. She says, we all have a little brain, brain, brain damage. Drain, <laughs> drain damage is what we say in the business. Uh, me for sure hit in the head too many times. Yeah, it was... Um, Strangely enough, the one that actually did me in, so I had this, um, you know, I played hockey, I pole vaulted, I played football, um, and so sure. Lots of brain injury. Yeah, I got fights in bars, got kicked in the head in a, in a country bar in Riverside, sent me to the emergency room. So I had these injuries, and then it was a, there was a car crash 
uh, one of a couple car crashes um, uh, on my way to a call of domestic violence and, and, and hit a car. Um, but that's not the one that actually ended my career because I, I went back to work a few months after that car crash. Oh. But I, I, I couldn't remember how to get the places that I've been to hundreds of times in my Short-term career. Memory and I was like, yeah. how do I get that? I had to pull out the Thomas guide. The Thomas guy. <laughs> to look for places that I'd been before. It was like the doctor's I, the doctor's office that I went two to three times a week. I had to look in the Thomas guy how to get there. Carrie knows. It was, it was so crazy. But I, uh, but I was back at work and trying to work and ignore all this nonsense that I was going through. Um, and then I was doing some dog training and I slipped on, on the type of ground. This is ground cover that when you step on it, it crushes. I forget what it's called. It's a like ice. I think it's called icicles or something. I forget what it's called. But anyway, you step on it and it becomes very slippery. Well, I stepped in it. I slipped and I landed on my back and my head hit the ground. That was the one that retired me in actuality. That was it. After that, I couldn't get my, I couldn't, I was had, that's when I started the vertigo got even worse and uh, felt like I was on a boat all the time and would lose my balance while I was walking. But yeah, that concussion. God, uh, Eventually, it eventually went away, but, um, I don't get, I, I, it's been a long time since I've had vertigo. Now that I think about it, I'd get it like once a month or so, but I think it's, I think, I don't think I've had it for probably over a year. Yeah. Uh, Carrie told me to tell you the story. Carrie has, <laughs> she had a service dog that did amazing things. I can't, I just can't imagine that a dog did that. I mean, your dogs that you talk about, uh, of course, do amazing things, finding drugs and stents, but her dog used to be able to tell her how to get to PetSmart and the grocery store. Oh, so it could tell her how to get there. And so she was, uh, because she couldn't remember anything. She mm. couldn't even remember how to get to a grocery store a mile away from home. Yep. Uh, so the dog was responsible to tell her. And one day the dog, so they're like, okay, where? She's like, she couldn't remember where are we going. And the dog was directing her to PetSmart. Mm. And they get to PetSmart and she's like looking at the dog. And she's <laughs> like, wait, why are we in PetSmart? What do we need at PetSmart? And the dog's like, huh? <laughs> She's like, literally, the dog lied. She called her husband. She's like, where am I supposed to be? And he's like, the grocery store. And he's like, this dog just lied to me, brought me to PetSmart. <laughs> so they're not foolproof, these service dogs. But, wow. No, amazing. dogs are pretty incredible, the things that they can remember. They're not yeah. necessarily like homing pigeons. But, um, you know, if, if you take your dog with you in the car to go to certain places, it, it begins to learn by the direction you turn where you're going. Yeah. So if you turn left out of your driveway and that's the way to the veterinarian's office, the dog learns that. Or if you're going right, you're going to the park. So you turn left, the dog, you know, lays down, you know, in the back seat, like on the floor. Like, I don't, he's going to stick that thermometer up my butt. I don't want to go. And, but then you turn right, go to the park. The dog's head's out the window, <laughs> tongue hanging out. <laughs> you go, the dog knows all these little that's things. Amazing. So the dog just learns, you know, yeah. these things over a period of time. Amazing. Uh, but lying to you. <laughs> is maybe you haven't fed the dog in a couple of days. Maybe it's like you forgot you haven't fed me in two days. Right. Obviously, we're out of or dog. Or knows that's the place where the treats are, and <laughs> right. you know, or the other puppies where they can go sniff. <laughs> he might not have been lying to you. He might be trying to tell you something like, "Hey, lady, you haven't fed me in a couple of days." <laughs> and she says good things about short-term memory loss is you only save the good stuff. Where is that one? It's on the screen. Oh, that one. So sorry. Yes. I'm looking to the right. See, I got brain damage. So Cindy says uh, she's had serious vertigo for four months in the eighties and it's awful. Yeah. It yeah. was horrific. My mom has it all the time too. Uh, Cindy loves the pet smart story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says exactly Andy. Yeah. I, uh, I couldn't, 
you know, I used to be able to bend over and tie my shoes. I've gotten out of that habit because when I had yeah. vertigo, I would tie my shoes and I'd stand up and I, um, I, I grab for a wall or a chair because I thought wow. I was going to fall. So I learned to sit down to tie my shoes. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't learn to um, take your take off your shoelaces before you snap off your shoes, though. No, because I don't want to bend over. Uh, Anything to avoid bending over was my and that trick, just, and that snapped your ligament. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. So it causes other problems. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. Anything else, my love? I think that's it. My son is texting me saying it's time to pick him up. Okay. So <laughs> round four. Yeah. And then I go to though. bed. Yes. Thank you all for me. joining us. We're really excited. All right. Thank We're, you. Thank uh, you for really excited up. about the real life life network. Sorry, I didn't complete the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we will be part of the original uh, launch on Pentecost Sunday. So be sure to check that out. We're in the podcast section. Uh, and of course, all the other great content that, uh, Real Life and Pastor Jack will be putting out. Pentecost Sunday for Pastor Jack Hibbs was an, is an important one. Isn't that when they yes, opened the church? That's when we, have, we opened. When COVID Christmas. shut down, he closed for a few weeks. Yep. And they said, we're going to open up on Pentecost Sunday. Yes. And, that, and that's what he did. Absolutely. That was awesome. So this is great. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Yes. God bless. And thank you for the good sleep uh, well wishes for Andy. Yeah, thanks. Love you guys. God bless. Bye. 